Week 17, Jets at Browns Thursday Night Football. Let's go. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Taking the Points podcast, part of the SB Nation NFL show presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code SBNFL because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. I am Chris Dunnels at Chris Dunnels on your favorite social media, joined as always by the one, the only, Jay Spence. Spence, say hello to the people. What is going on, everybody? And I hope everybody that's listening to this had a great holiday. Well, we're still in the holiday season technically, but I hope that your Christmas went well and everybody got to spend time with their family and and their loved ones. And Chris, I hope you had a good good holiday. You know, likewise, man. Back to you. Same to you. Uh, I am taking time away from family just to see your bright and shiny face today <laughs> and record this podcast. So it is absolutely still the holiday season. And with the holiday season, that means we've got fantasy football championships. We've got Thursday night football, still a thing. So people are going to be looking at this game. Jets and Browns right now. This is early Wednesday morning. Browns are minus seven and a half point home favorites to the Jets. Mm-hmm. What do you think when you see that line? I think I get why, (laughs) you know, you see a defense like what the Browns have. They've been playing great all season. And then you bring Joe Flacco off the couch, you know, and all of a sudden this this offense looks better than it does with their guaranteed quarterback. (laughs) And, um, you know, they've unlocked Amari Cooper's superstar play. That's right. Uh, So, no, I can absolutely see why a seven and a half point spread is here because you just, you know, you just don't think the Jets will be able to put up any points, but. I don't know. I think it might be a little premature. I think Trevor Simeon, you know, they're not going to be able to play Zach Wilson. He hasn't cleared concussion protocol that they've already announced, so he's not playing. I think Trevor Simeon actually gets this offense to kind of put up something. So I don't know if I, I'm going to go with the Jets to beat the spread. I'm not going to say that they're going to lose by more than a touchdown. Yeah, so the name of the show is Taking the Points. So give me the Browns with the points for everything you just said. And and to be clear, this is a Joe Flacco revenge game, right? Yeah. So, he he had a brief little stint with the Jets after leaving the Ravens, and then, as you mentioned, retired and was kind of signed out of retirement uh, by the Cleveland Browns once the Browns had their injuries at quarterback. And he's looked great. I, I believe I saw yeah. something that said this is the first time in his career that he's thrown for over 300 yards in three weeks in a row. So he looks like a different quarterback. He looks younger. He looks happy. And then what he's been able to do with Amari Cooper – Cooper had two weeks ago 100 yards and a touchdown, and then he had 260 and a touchdown last week. It's been absolutely insane. So if you, like myself, had Amari Cooper in any of your fantasy leagues, congratulations for making your fantasy playoffs, especially if you had someone like Brees Hall or Christian McCaffrey with you. But holy cow, this Browns offense, if it gets rolling like this and plays at the caliber the defense has played all season, Cleveland can make some noise, not in fantasy playoffs, but in the NFL playoffs. 
No, I agree. They absolutely, uh, and they still have a shot at the number one seed. So I think that all goes into play here when you're looking at, you know, the motivation for each team. The Jets are not going to be in the playoffs. So, no, I could absolutely see the Browns being motivated to come out and just like do everything that they can to to make sure they get this victory. But I don't, I, I don't want everybody to forget. Like you're looking at two of the best defenses in the league. You know, as far as like yards given up and as far as points and all that stuff. Like the Browns are one. And the Jets are three. So, like, you know, I, I understand that Joe Flacco has come back, but he's also played some some defenses that are not quite as good as the Jets. So I'm a little curious to see how how the old man comes back and looks against such like a fast, young, hungry defense like the Jets. Yeah, but who have the Jets played recently and, and played well against? The the Falcons only put up 13. I guess that's impressive. Uh the game that I, I believe it was the game CJ. Stroud got hurt when the Texans only put up six last week. They allowed the commanders, the the sorry commanders and all four of their fans to put up 28. They were shut out by the dolphins. So the Browns have beaten good teams. They have played well consistently as long as it's been either Flacco or Watson at quarterback and the Jets, maybe not so much. So I think there's a little more behind even this Jets third-ranked defense. But it sounds like we're both still on board with Browns minus 365. So no one's picking the Jets here at plus money to upset the Browns on the road, right? Yeah, no, no. Uh, I think the Browns, like I mentioned, I think they're going to have an extra layer of motivation. Uh, when you when you think about how they've missed the playoffs and how that fan base is hungry for them to be successful, to have a shot at the number one seed, even if they don't get it, just to go for it. You know, I think there's no way that the Jets are going to win this game. Well, and I, I said plus minus 365, but that's actually incorrect. That's what it was yesterday. It's moved a little now. So Browns minus 340. Jets were originally plus 280 underdogs. Now they're plus 270. So maybe a little bit of money was getting put on the Jets, so they had to even that out some. But I think if you bet on the Jets to win this game, DraftKings appreciates your donation, so keep it up. But you're probably going to be a little disappointed. Yeah, no, which is just... Don't overthink things, guys. I understand sometimes some of these plus, you know, you see these odds and it's like, yeah, maybe. No, this one, I just wouldn't do it. If I'm wrong, I'll I'll come on here and eat crow next week. But I just, I doubt that we come on here next week and talk about the Jets beating the Browns in Cleveland. Well, you mentioned the two defenses and how good they've played. That could be a reason, too, why the total over-under for the game has moved some. Yesterday, it was 36 this morning, it's 35. So Wednesday morning, it's moved and dropped a point. You taking the over or the under here? I'm taking the over. Um, but to me, 36 points is still a low-scoring game. So um, I don't I don't think it's going to be a, an offensive explosion by any means. But 36 is pretty low. I'm going to take the over there. So the last time we thought this, the last time we had an over-under line around 35, and we said, you know what? We've got two teams that might struggle <laughs> to put up points. Yeah, you know where we're going with this, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it wasn't because the defenses were great. It was because we had questions about the offense. Mm-hmm. The Raiders put up 60 points. So while I might think these defenses are some of, you know, at least at the top half, Browns for sure way past that in the NFL, I'm going to pick the over. I've been burned yeah. too many times by the under <laughs> this season. I'm not going to let the Browns just randomly put up a 60-burger against the Jets. So give me the over. 
you've you've learned from your past mistakes. <laughs> yeah, the one thing I can't seem to learn from and Sam can't seem to correct is the first score of the game. Spence, first things first, ring the bell stats. Spence got the first score last week, and what I want to say is we are in week 17. The <laughs> listeners either know this or they don't. I have not had a first score through 16 weeks, Spence. I have not picked the first score one time. Yikes. Once. Yikes. So here we go this week. Let's go over <laughs> those odds. First score, Jets touchdown plus 450. Jets field goal plus 285. Browns field goal plus 235. And Browns touchdown with the best odds at plus 185. What do you like in there, Spence? Since you won last week, you get first crack this week. I'm going to actually, like I mentioned earlier, I just think that the Jets defense and the offense, I think they're going to have a little bit of fire behind them. And I, I, I like Trevor Simeon. I don't, I don't like him to the point where I think he's, you know, the next franchise guy there. We know who he is. But I think he's going to have that Jets team motivated to play. Brees Hall is going to be moving the ball. And if they get it first, I'm going with Jets touchdown. Jets touchdowns. Listen, guys, if Spence hits this at plus 450, I'm going to purposefully now take Brown's touchdown. I'm going to go ultra conservative, pick the best odds, plus 185. If Jets touchdown is the first score and Spence wins this again, and I can't win at plus 185, the world just hates me. That's what that is. <laughs> but we've got a third. We, we have uh, how, our well, wonderful- how many times has stats hit? I don't know. I'd have to go back in and look. Not twice, maybe. Yeah, more than zero. (laughs) So that's all that matters. Infinitely more than zero. So stats. What are you liking this week? I'm gonna go Browns field goal. Did you say that was plus two thirty five? I did. So I'll go Browns field goal. I think maybe Flacco hits a a deep play. They get one chunk play to Cooper that gets them to change the field position, and then maybe the Jets' defense stiffens up a little bit. So I'll take Browns field goal first score. Which probably means it's Jets' field goal at plus 285, the one that the three of us didn't pick. But if there is a way where you could take the field versus my Browns' touchdown, (laughs) you should do that. It it is absolutely (laughs) wild how horrible I have been at this through 16 weeks. I've got a 25% chance each week. You'd think I'd luck into it. But I can't. It's like, you know how, like, as a kid, you know, you do multiple choice tests and it's like you, you just pick the whole. You're going to have at least get 25 percent of them right. Right. But exactly. Nope, not, it's yeah. not that working that way. For I you think it year. would take effort for someone <laughs> to try to be as consistently wrong as I have been in that all season. You know what I can appreciate, though, is that you've grown to own it, man. Like, you, you've you grown throughout the season. I don't know if you recognize that. You did not know how to accept these L's earlier. And now, look at you. You're, you, you know why? You know why? Proud That's of because it. Because <laughs> while I have struggled with the first score of the game, something I've been consistently good at has been my conservative parlay over the entire yeah, yeah. season. I have to go back in and look, but I'd say at least half, that feels right, of these parlays. The conservative parlays have hit last week. Spence, you and me, we both hit our conservative parlays. I told you the Saints were trash. I told you my team was garbage. (laughs) They showed it. But the good news is stats ring the bell. Both Spence and I had our conservative parlays hit. 
So, Spence, are you ready to build a streak there, go back-to-back weeks, and string together another three-leg parlay for the people? I am. Let's go for it. I'm going to go for plus 130. So this just it just doubles your money just a little bit more. I'm going to say yes to a Cleveland Browns sack. They are going to record a sack. Brees Hall will have at least 25 rushing yards. And Jerome Ford is going to score touchdowns. When they get in that red zone, Cleveland knows what to do with the ball. So, again, plus 130. Cleveland Browns to record a sack. Brees Hall, 25 rushing yards. And Jerome Ford, anytime touchdown score. Yeah, the Jerome Ford anytime touchdown would be the thing that if the parlay were not to hit, it would be that. The other two seem yeah. easy, right? But Jerome Ford was able to punch it in last week and, and kind of salvage his fantasy day. So I think they have a good shot there. When they get to the, the end zone or, or the red zone and get goal to go, Ford's the one getting the ball. So I like that one. My conservative parlay is going to be pretty boring uh, just because I, I don't feel confident about either team's specific players. I'm going to go at plus 104, so essentially just an even money bet. Three legs. Browns win, and I've never done this before in a parlay. So Browns win, Browns race to 10, and Browns race to 20. So the Browns are the first team to score 10, the first team to score 20, and they win the game. That is plus 104. I like it. My only problem is what if it really turns into a defensive game? The Browns win, but what if it's like a 14 to 10 score? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's potentially it's something just because of the defense is being so strong. I'm predicting here a Browns offensive blowout. I'm saying I'm not going to say they're going to put up 60 points. But again, when I look at this over under of 35, I know what that means to me. It means one of these teams is going to go off. I'm picking Joe Flacco and the Browns against Joe Flacco's old team, the Jets. So my aggressive parlay, three legs, this is plus 350 odds now. So because I think the Browns are going to have a big day, I'm saying not only am I taking the points with the seven and a half, I'm going to say Browns win by at least nine and a half. That's the first leg. Second leg, the first field goal of the game is the Browns. And then final leg, no to both teams scoring in the fourth quarter. So one wow. team could score in the fourth quarter. No teams could score in the fourth quarter. But for the, the list leg to be a loser, both teams would have to score in the fourth quarter. That's plus 350. Browns minus 9.5. Browns kick the first field goal. And no to both teams scoring in the fourth quarter. I like it. I like it. Um, I I do think that fourth quarter might be a struggle for the Jets offensively. So no, I'm with you. I think I, I see the Browns still trying to <laughs> trying to figure things out and score. Uh, for me, I'm plus 296. I have yes to each team to score one touchdown and one field goal. So throughout the entire game, just one touchdown and one field goal from each team, and that leg will hit. No to a field goal in every quarter. I don't think we're going to have points in every single quarter, yet alone a field goal in every quarter. And then – I'm going to say over 58 and a half Amari Cooper receiving yards. So for plus 296, each team will score one touchdown and one field goal throughout the game. No, we will not have a field goal in every quarter and Amari Cooper over 58 and a half yards. Yeah, and we just said what Amari Cooper did last week. So my issue is going to be the Jets scoring 10 points, essentially. <laughs> uh, I, I think it might be tough. But Chris. we'll see. So that's why. Here we go. Here we go, Jets and all four of your fans. Uh, well, Chris, 
Wait, right. man. Like Brees Hall alone had two touchdowns last week. He had a receiver and a Russian, or I think doesn't two Russian and <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> Playing the Browns this week. Go Brownies. All right. Okay, fair. Jeez. <laughs> your your hate on the Browns is not okay. Uh, no, I love the Browns. The Browns are are to me, they're like Buffalo Central, you know, because like, you know, we're we're further east. So I, I normally would have but no, I, I think I think the Browns, they remind me of the Bills because of the, the drought that they've had, the quarterback purgatory they've been in. Um, just a lot of different things. We're both you know, we're we're lake, you know, we're what are we? We're we're, we're neighbors on, on Lake Erie. And, you know, so, no, it, it's a lot about Cleveland that I love. It's just that, you know, I don't think even with Joe Flacco looking like he has over the last few weeks, I just still there's something about it that doesn't seem promising. It doesn't seem convincing to where I feel like it's going to happen every single week. I've seen Joe Flacco throughout his entire career. I just think that nobody had film on him recently and he came back and it's like, oh, the Cleveland Browns can throw the ball, and now, you know, you're going to have a few games. I think once the playoffs actually hit and he's a starting quarterback, teams are going to figure out exactly what they're doing, and he won't He won't look anything like this. No, he is an excellent quarterback right now. Uh, he is not having to play uh, at, to a level of putting the team on his shoulders. He's playing very well. He's playing better than that bust Bo Callahan would have been if Kevin Costner would have stuck and, and picked Bo Callahan with the number one overall pick. Shout out if you get that reference. But forget it. Let's go to my crazy parlay. We're, we're at plus 1,200 odds. Three legs. Browns. You know what? We're going Browns over 25 and a half. Hmm. We're saying Browns put up points this week. And I'm doubling down now. <clears throat> Jets under 15 and a half. So this is going to be a blowout. But I'll give the Jets at least the points they get in the first half. Jets over six and a half first half points. So Browns over 25 and a half. Jets under 15 and a half. But over six and a half first half points. That is plus 1,200. Okay. Uh, I like it. I like no, it. you don't. No, you don't. But that's okay. I appreciate it. It makes you me nervous, nice but I like it. No, I'm saying I like it, but it makes me just okay. Of course, it makes you nervous. It's plus twelve hundred odds, so a hundred dollar yeah, bet but... will pay out twelve hundred. But book it right now; it's going to hit. Uh, mine isn't going to hit. I, I can tell this already, just based off of how you how you feel about the Jets' offense. I'm going to go plus sixteen hundred here. But first of all, Vontae Mack, or, or else like that, that we're going Vontae exactly. Mack, but Thank you. We're, Thank we're going Vontae Mack, but plus sixteen hundred. Yes to Jets recording a sack because Flacco's not that, you know, he's not mobile. We're going to say yes to each team to score one touchdown in each half. That's the part that Chris is not going to agree with. And then I'm going to say Brees Hall, alternate rushing and receiving yards combined over 125. Yeah, so I get Flacco not being mobile and he's probably going to get dropped. And and we're going to talk about that in a second for my bet of the, the game. I really consistently with every bet I've suggested over the course of this podcast, I think the Jets offense is going to struggle. They might move the ball. I think they're going to have a hard time putting up points. So it is what it is. If you believe in the Jets offense, if you think Trevor Simeon can come in and and right the ship and be what Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be, or at least be better than Zach Wilson, then I can understand the optimism behind Spence's parlay. Well, that's all this bit. So as an AFC East rival, I've seen a lot of the Jets this year. And, you know, look, I just think that Trevor, Sim that is exactly what it is. He's not 
Aaron Rodgers, but he's better than what Zach Wilson is. And I know Zach had his, his best game of his career basically a couple of weeks ago before he got injured. But um, no, it, Trevor Simeon, to me, overall, just consistently will be, even if it's just ever so slightly, he's a better quarterback to me than Zach Wilson right now. So that brings now to the, the bet of the game. So before I share mine and Spence, I ask you for yours, let's welcome Stats back onto the show and hear his bet of the game for this week. Well, like you, I have zero confidence in the New York Jets offense. They are just, they look like football is just too difficult for them. So I'm actually going to go bold and I'm going to take a Browns defense and special teams touchdown. It's plus 500. 500. And I'm mad that you took my bet, but go ahead, man. <laughs> I just, I don't know if it's going to be a strip sack fumble or a pick six, but I just can't imagine the Jets against this Cleveland Brown defense not giving them six points. So it's plus 500. I'm taking a flyer. I like it. So my bet of the game, I'm going the opposite end as far as odds are concerned. This is a favorited bet. It's actually heavily favored. It's minus 280. I think Joe Flacco is going to have a great game, but I'm going to say Joe Flacco over half an interception. For as great as he's played this week, he's thrown seven picks in four weeks. And every game he's played for the Browns, he's thrown at least one interception, including last week when he threw for 300 yards against the Texans, he still had two interceptions. The week before against the Bears, when he threw for 374 and two touchdowns, he threw three picks. So he hasn't had a clean game, like a perfect game all season. And I think that continues again this week against a Jets secondary that is one of the better in the NFL. So I think the Jets are able to snag a pick and that would be minus 180. I like that one because I and I like the defense, any of the defensive ones I'm, I'm going with. So first, shout out to stats. I had the same one. I'm going to switch it up just because I don't want to be a copycat here. So I'm actually going to that one was, was plus 500. I'm actually going to go out a little bit further. And I don't know why these odds are. Well, I get it because it's the first touchdown that I'm talking about. But my guy, David and Joku, you both you think Flacco is the, the second coming of the greatest quarterback of all time right now. That's and right. Then you, you feel like this offense is moving. I'm going to say the first touchdown score of the game is going to be David and Joku at plus 750 eyes. 750 for that. Yeah. So because it's the first touchdown, that's going to be the issue. Yeah, yeah. Because you can see a scenario where they move the ball and get goal to go and you, you mentioned earlier jerome ford possibly being someone to to punch it in but Njoku's such a big red zone target for joe flacco and tight ends historically are that kind of a uh, security blanket especially when you're goal to go so i could absolutely see david Njoku being the one to score the first touchdown of the week or of the game that'll transition us then to our thor award because i i don't think anyone's going to pick david Njoku as the top fantasy performer this week. But Spence, who do you have this? I'm assuming it's a jet since you think your jets offense is going to uh, be able to put up points. So who's your Thor award this week? Yeah, I'm because so for me, like I just mentioned last week, we we saw what what Brees Hall did. He had, I think he had like 96 yards receiving and like 90 yards rushing. So he almost had 200 yards from scrimmage. He had two touchdowns, and I just think that it's it's at the point he's had a really good season. But I think now after his knee injury, we're starting to see him at this point of the year really have like a spring to a step. He's running with, with you know, like the guy is 
he's dangerous when he has the ball in his hand. So I just I just see Brees Hall having one of those games where he's doing everything like last week. So I'm going to go with, with my guy Brees Hall here, man. So I, I don't hate it. Brees Hall did have a big game, and he's another one. So I had Amari Cooper last week in one of my fantasy playoffs. I was against the Brees Hall team. So mm. both players had great weeks. Brees Hall looks like he's going to be a solid running back for the Jets for a long time. The problem is, is as good as you say he is, the Browns know that too. So the Browns are going to be focused in on Brees Hall. So I just don't see it. I'm going to pick the second coming of the quarterback renaissance that is Joe Flacco. I I would say he's the second best revitalized quarterback in 2023. We'll talk about the first in a little bit. But I'm going to say Joe Flacco is the Thor Award winner of the week. So on that first, stats play the sound effect. The power of It's not fair to just one for one say Flacco will put up more fantasy points than Brees Hall because they play different positions. Here's what I'm going to tell the people. Flacco is going to double up Brees Hall in fantasy. So whatever Brees has, Flacco will have twice as many fantasy points. Book it now. Okay. I I look forward to that L next week for you, man. I, I look forward to talking about that L. Well, speaking of L's I took, I took one last week with the MCU, the the Marvel bet of the week. I had Mm. my man Taysom Hill finding a way to punch it in the end zone, and I said the Saints were trash. I didn't expect them to be that trash, and Taysom Hill not score a touchdown. But hopefully, we'll be able to, to change it up this week. So let's welcome Stats back into the show again and get ready to give Spence the MCU trivia question of the week. Going easy on you guys. I feel bad. Maybe it's because it's the holidays. Here we go. In Avengers, multiple people travel to the planet Vormir, and they encounter another MCU character on Vormir that we have not seen for a very, very long time. Who was the MCU character that was encountered on Vormir? It was Avengers, Infinity War, and Endgame. Is it that... Like the dude with the face, right? Like the the, the dude, the red skull the dude, face. the red skull dude. Who are you talking about? Go ahead, Chris, because I must be wrong. I said, well, wait, I what's said the... red skull. That's who I'm thinking. Red skull is correct. It is the red skull or the dude, the dude with, with the face. face. <laughs> but I mean, his name is Red Skull, right? Yes. yes. Okay, I'm. <laughs> I'm like the dude. You got the... there eventually. You got there <laughs> <It's> eventually. <dude. laughs> But we started with the dude with the, the face, dude with as the opposed face, yeah. to all of those other dudes without the faces. Right. That's Listen. a good strategy by Spence because he's just named every man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because they all have faces. <laughs> Listen, I have to I have to let everybody know this. So my guy, Jesse, who he always laughs at me, too. He's like, how did you not know this? man? And I was like, look, a lot of times when we record these shows, it's like 6 a.m. where I'm at or like 5 a.m. where I'm at super early. I don't have coffee, so sometimes it takes me a second to walk to the answer. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta forgive me, man. It's early. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey. 
instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Well, I think I know your answer to this because you kind of answered it earlier in the show, but the bet of the week was going to be, in light of his last two games, 15 catches for 274, 374 yards for Amari Cooper. The bet is Amari over or under 58 and a half receiving yards against Sauce Gardner and the Jets. Take the over for me all day. Yeah, this is one where I would have liked to have taken the over here, but I'm stuck with the under. So good on you, Spence, for knowing that it was, in fact, the dude, the dude with the face. face. <laughs> uh, so you, you get the bet this week. Did you know the answer, Chris? I did. Want well, an, that's a- an extra bonus question? Sure, go ahead. So go for ahead. some reason, Red Skull has this ability to like know everyone that comes to see him. When he encounters Black Widow... He says, Natasha, daughter of. Really? That's what you're going to give me? Yep. <laughs> and then she says she didn't know who her father was. Yeah. N- n- stats leave. <laughs> I'm not. No, that is not fair. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jeez. You get who is the dude with the face. No. And listen, I get but wait one a minute, line. A wait a minute. Line. You got to be it. A- you gotta be a Black Widow fan, bro. Like you gotta, you you. If you're not a Black Widow fan, it wouldn't have mattered to you. You gotta know it. Do you know it, Spence? <laughs> okay, okay. What is it? Daughter of who? You don't. You really don't know. I this. really don't know it. Come on, man. I'm waiting. I, I'm. I'm like. I'm shocked that you don't know this. Okay, I'm waiting. I. What is it? Just daughter of Ivan. You, Tasha, daughter of Ivan. That it was that was the name, yeah. And then did you go and watch her show? Like the the whole afterwards that they did, they explained it again there. Romanoff, the last name. Have you ever even seen these movies? God, Chris. Like, how did you not like Ivan Romanoff? Like, how do you not? Okay, okay. let's move on. Goodbye, go everybody. Handle your business. Uh, so, <laughs> let's talk about our bet of the week. No stats, come back. I, yeah, I kicked you out, but come back. And I'm assuming you have a bet of the week across the NFL slate. Since your 49ers oh. had a game, they in fact did play. They had a game last week. Uh, what is your bet of the week this week? My bet of the week this week is that the 49ers are not going to have two of those weeks in a row. They need to win their last two games to clinch the number one seed. They have to fly across the country to face the sad sack commanders and their six fans. And it's a big spread. Niners are favored by 13 and a half. But before that game against the Ravens, they had won six straight by at least 12 points. I think the Niners are going to be ticked off. They need to win this game because they need the number one seed desperately because they want that bye week. So I'll take Niners and I'll give the 13 and a half points against the Commanders. Nice. I like it. I hope for your sake that, that it, that's a winning bet. What about you, Spence? What do you have? 
I'm going to go with probably what I feel like will be the biggest upset over the weekend. Like just in general, I'm not, a, I'm not a believer in Philly at all. So I'm going to take the plus 425. I'm going to say that Kyler Murray just comes out and he plays spoiler for the Philly, the Philadelphia Eagles Cardinals over Philly in Philly. Wow. Hot take. I just don't believe in him. And I think Kyler Murray, you know, what we've seen is that they actually try to put some points up. Philly is not, they're, they're just not, they're not winning games in the fashion that I would expect them to win. Even last week they won, but they went, they were coming off of what a three game losing streak or a two game losing streak. No, let's, let's get it. Okay. So I mentioned earlier that Joe Flacco is having the second best quarterback renaissance in the NFL this season. I'm going for my bet of the week with the number one quarterback, the quarterback who is my MVP, Spence's MVP, the MVP in our hearts. That is Baker Mayfield. Bucks minus three against the Saints. The Saints are garbage right now. Garbage. Because Baker Mayfield and the Bucks were able to beat and, and I mean, just convincingly beat the Jaguars. The Saints' playoff chances are essentially eliminated. They'd have to beat the Bucks, beat the Saints next week, and hope that somehow, some way, the Bucks lose to the Panthers in Week 18. I think that the Saints' playoff chances are done. They'll have nothing worth fighting for. Bucks trying to have a little bit of momentum into from a weak NFC South into the NFL postseason. So I'm going to go Bucks minus three against the Saints. Spence, have you like seen it. how Baker Mayfield has played, at least looked at his his game log or anything this year? No, I have. Actually, in the last couple of weeks, I've actually given him props publicly. Uh, so for those, the reason why everybody, uh, so, so for those listening, the reason why Chris is saying anything about it is because I am very anti-Baker. I have been anti-Baker since he's come into the league, since Cleveland days, since he's gone to Carolina, then wherever. I'm an anti-Baker fan. He's been playing lights out. He has, in my opinion, the best collection of receivers at one point. I know he had OBJ, and I know he had – but I think right now to have the guys that he has, to have the team that he has around him, I think he's found a home, and I'm, I'm happy for him. I hope that, you know, he continues to play this way, and I'll get behind him. He's playing phenomenal, man, like honest to God. And I love I love this for Mike Evans. I hope Mike Evans, you know – chooses to stick around i know there there was some discussion about him going elsewhere but i like the connection that these two have built together and, and chris godwin so no shout out to baker but honestly shout out to baker I, I know how to admit when i was wrong about a player and it took eight years for him to actually live up to any type of first round draft pick status but hey go for it man yeah baker's played great no picks his last three games unlike flacco yeah. who i mentioned has had uh, seven picks in the last four games uh, Baker's two weeks removed from four touchdowns, 381 passing yards, and a 14-point win over the Packers. He's just played good consistently all season, but has really stepped it up these last few weeks. So good for Baker. Uh, maybe not taking all the time to film those commercials has actually allowed him to focus on the game of football. So good for him. Glad he's been able to do something in Tampa, uh, even though I hate it as a Saints fan. Across the NFL, Spence, is there any news or, or anything noteworthy we should pass along to the people? Uh, for me, no, not really. Nothing uh, jumps off for me. What about you, Stats? You gonna jump, got anything? No. <laughs> Thank you for that. Always coming in with wonderful little nuggets. Uh, Great insight. No, and who, what was the passing line in Avengers Endgame? 
or, or I guess Infinity War. No, it would have been who knows which one. I can't keep up now. But now you're going to have to watch it. Who is Black Widow's dad who's mentioned in one piece of dialogue after Spence gets to say the guy with the face? So, so why did all, I know it, though? But wait, why so, did I know it? So for all of those people listening, all of you guys and girls with faces, we'll see you next week. Stats, hit us with the outro and take us home. Go Bills. Go Bills. <laughs>